bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Good afternoon. Or oh, maybe good evening by the time we get this up online. Uh, welcome along to the Herald Express Devon Live Talkie United Yellow Army podcast with Guy and Dave. Richard is busy elsewhere today, so he can't join us. Never mind. But yeah. uh, we have it's much to week. talk about. It's FA Cup week. We love the FA Cup we here do. on the podcast. We've had absolutely nothing to cheer about for since, well... Well, the yeah, old king I, died. Yeah, we um, have we have all the facts and figures for you coming up a little bit later in the podcast. I think we'll uh, let's deal with matters of the moment first. Maybe we we need to talk about the Dover game. Yeah, we do. No, I I wasn't there at the Dover no. game. I didn't have the pleasure. You, you of chose the you chose the right match to be at last week, didn't you? I was at a wedding in the middle of but Mid you, Devon you, where you, I couldn't get the score sent to me because no. there was no signal. You, you you but you 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 took in the uh, the Maidenhead game. Yes. Great. So we talked about that, and we were all, you know, um, pucker and ready for Saturday when we last spoke, weren't we? At home we were. to Dover. I don't think any of us thought that it was going to be a walkover, and that just because they'd beaten Maidenhead four nil, it was going to be right. Mm. Come on, let's uh, sort Dover out. Dover, obviously, a good strong side. They're well up the league, and so it proved. But I think it wasn't the result so much. It was the fact that United really yeah. never looked like beating really? them and that was a bit disappointing now Gary Hours said that it was it was kind of an after the Lord Mayor's show thing wasn't it do you think that it's, it's just a malaise kind of crept into them well um, no I, 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 I think to a certain extent I think Dover did to us what Maiden, what we had done to Maidenhead mm-hmm. um, uh, and I think United are in this situation at the moment they're in a desperate state, state in the league everybody's confidence is low blah 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 and I think that uh, there's a there's a shade of if we start like Dover did, yeah, and like they did against Maidenhead, um, Torquay are pretty competitive. But when things go against them, um, especially as it did on Saturday, they gave away a dreadful goal after only six minutes. It was early, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, which of course they'd, yeah. they'd taken the lead after four minutes against Maidenhead. Uh, a strong old wind at Plainmore. Yeah. Uh, a windy day at Plainmore, uh, which Dover had behind them in the first half. And all of a sudden, uh, uh, it was hard work. Yeah. And uh, United never really uh, um, produced the goods on Saturday. Um, uh, Dover could have easily been more than one goal up at half-time. And it just never quite happened. And, uh, and I think... Uh, um, Dover were bigger, strong, bigger. I don't mean just physically, but bigger. Uh, all attitude. Attitude. Yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. right. Um, disciplined. They played very little quotes football. Close mm. quotes, uh, and I don't mean that as a criticism of them at all. Uh, you know, they play to their strengths. They're a completely different team to last year, where they scored goals for fun. Yeah. Well, they had um, Ricky Miller last year. They had they? Ricky yeah, Miller scoring yeah. 42 goals last season, yeah. but the, he had to have some service, yeah. didn't he? Uh, they've completely rebuilt the team. Uh, all credit to Chris Kinnear for that. Uh, and they're right up there now, basically on the basis of conceding only 10 goals in 15 games. Yeah. Uh, hallelujah. Um, and did, uh, did we look like scoring? Did we look no, much like scoring? Not really, no. Uh, Strange, odd odd little spells. Yeah. Uh, uh, funnily enough... Uh, we probably had our most promising spell just before we gave them the second goal. Uh, and how the second goal goes in, when Lu- Luke Young, about midway through the second half, 64, 65 minutes, Luke, Luke, Luke Young, has a, who was our best player, 
even though he was marked by Giancarlo Gallifuoco, who yeah. goals fans will remember from last season. Um, uh, and even Luke Young won't claim to have had a great game. Um, uh, uh, their goal, uh, he, we have a free kick. Young takes it, strikes it more or less at the keeper. Keeper collects it. Yeah. And 20 seconds later, the ball's in the back of our own net. The keeper threw it out to their full-back, beats Youngie on the touchline, carries on. Uh, we don't stop them. He slips the winger in cross goal. And you uh, just think, yeah. hold on a minute. You know, that, that, that is the sort of thing that happens to a team that's not mm. going well. Uh, in other words, not enough, not enough alarm bells went off at the right times. And it was a poor goal to give away. And I'm sure it gave uh, uh, Gary Hours and Martin Cool. Nightmares for a couple of well, months. They, they were not best pleased, understandably. No, I mean, I, no, I, no. I read your match report, I read the quotes afterwards, and, yeah. and they weren't happy with that well, at all, and, were they? And, and uh, as I mentioned in one of the reports, I don't think the dressing room was a particularly nice place mm. to be for 20 minutes or half an hour or so after the game. Um, uh, and that's unfortunately the way it is at the moment. And, and, you know, United teams over the years, and I'm sure everybody's favourite football team has been in these positions before, um, uh, you know. You've, you've got to you've got to sort it out. Um, the, the 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 vibes I'm getting from the training ground are that it is full on yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Um, Martin Cole is a top top coach, and Gary Hours has been around as well. They know what to do on the training ground, yeah. um, and uh, that will have its effect. I've no doubt about that whatsoever. The only question is is how quickly it will yeah. have that effect. Um, uh, the, the players, by all accounts, are you know committing themselves to it and and you know that that that's being done on a completely new level now um and those lessons will go in yeah. uh, but I st obviously you know, Gary Hours is spending hours and hours and hours on the d on the phone every day I was he, going to he, come to that is he is he looking for more oh, yes. people to come in uh, absolutely uh, all right i think some may have to go mm -hmm. um uh, that's not news i don't think he's he's made that pretty clear um, he tried to arrange or did arrange a friendly at, at, at Swindon um, uh, on Tuesday uh, I think quite a lot of his best laid plans for trialists and one or two <laughs> other things fell through when uh, you're down you're down yes you? exactly yeah. uh, I don't think he had nearly the quality of trialists there that he hoped he was going yeah. to be able to uh, and I think it ended up ticking very few boxes um, there were some young United lads he said that the, 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 the talky players uh, oh, and by the way, uh, they get there and Swindon are virtually putting their first team out, or at least that's what Gary Hours said, and I don't have no reason to doubt it. No. Um, and I think it was a pretty one-sided in the end. Uh, Ryan Clark, who's been out for several weeks with a back injury, I think he can't have done it himself much good mm. in that respect, because I think he ended up picking the ball out of his own neck quite a bit. But still, uh, there you go, that's what happens. Yeah. And I think it didn't tick many of the boxes. I think it's a chapter that Gary Hours... Uh, once closed, he he did hint that he'd crossed several agents' phone numbers off his contacts book uh, in the last couple of days. Yeah. Um, so uh, there you go, and the hunt goes on. Um, interesting point he did make uh, in, in his weekly press conference today. Uh, uh, those of us who, who aren't nearly as expert as he is, and people like him are, um, hadn't realised, or I certainly hadn't, that the the Irish football season ends in October. I didn't know that. No. And and that well, I, I think I knew that it was a summer yeah. league, but uh, but uh, I wasn't quite uh, tuned into that. Um, and that most, if not all, of their players become free agents 
uh, um, okay. at that stage. So that's that, interesting. Yes, yeah. so that market. Yeah. And when you look back, actually, of course, this is round about the time that we picked up Rory Keating yeah. a little bit later last season. Uh, Unino County, of course, was playing in Northern Ireland. Now, I don't think that is a summer league. Uh, but okay. I know I know Gary Hours has got his feelers and his contacts out, big time. Uh, that's one area of, yeah. of, of yeah. player that he's looking at because I think we all know that there's there's some half decent we've players over some there. Good players from there yeah. over the years, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. Um, so so that I, I think that's an avenue that he he, okay. he, he will be looking at uh, amongst amongst a lot of others. And um, but I, you know I, I think the team will improve. I think the team will pick up uh, with or without new signings I'm sure yeah. there will be new signings anyway because the um, thing was uh, the Maidenhead game going back to that again because it's the last time I saw them yeah. there were so many positives to come out of that because yes. as you say because Torquay scored early kept on well, scoring let's face it they were three up in 22 minutes yeah and they never looked like conceding no and no. then well you know, when you're playing in the opposition's half of the pitch that usually yeah. <laughs> that, that's what happens and, and uh, I, I think the disappointment on Saturday was not just that United lost um, it was the fact that they never looked like beating no. Dover, and and that was a bit disappointing. Dover, a good side, uh, so you know, I, I, and that will that that's what I mean. He, he Gary, I was saying one of his sort of quotes that wasn't top of the list was, you know, uh, a lot of little things crept back in this afternoon that yeah. I wasn't happy about. Uh, in other words, for him, you know, he's a, he's a manager in a situation where he's hoping that. A yeah. forward step stays as a forward step, yeah, and it ended up being one back as well, and I think that obviously clearly disappointed him, and and, and quite right too. Um, but you still you look at it; it's quite a new team, you know. Uh, Reese Murphy and Josh McCoy haven't been haven't been here all that long. Um, uh, and as somebody in the office <coughs> was saying uh, today, actually, when we were chatting earlier on, I, no, it was it wasn't somebody in the office; it was Mike Griffiths, of course, when he came in to see us. The gaps aren't huge. No, they're talking are lucky in a way. Correct. That having had such an abysmal start to the season, yeah, you'd expect them to be gone. The shot to still, yeah, yeah, the gaps it. still aren't massive. Well, I think United was at six or seven points yeah. off a safety place. Well, <laughs> hallelujah! You take that after the start yeah. they've had one win in fifteen games, uh, yeah. and they're still within a couple of games of of getting out of the bottom four. No, I I, I think that's the massive massive plus point, yeah. without a shadow of a doubt. Um, and uh, and they've got two away games coming up uh, after Aldershot yes. in the cup. Uh, you've got Halifax away and Ebbsfleet away. They will be tough. They will be horrible. Uh, uh, but you know these are the type of games where gradually grind you, point you have to those. go and yeah. get results and yeah. grind it out and gradually improve the level of performance yeah. and the level of consistency of performance. Mm. I think that's what obviously the, the 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 top thing. You look at Dover. They are. Consistent. Yeah, they're not great. They're not scary. They're not frightening. But they they are producing seven seven and a half out of ten every single week. Yeah, look where they are, second in the table. Um, That's what you need, isn't it? It, it is. Yeah. And by the way, guess who's top? Macclesfield, who yeah. never looked like winning here a couple of weeks ago, did no, they? No. Until uh, gave we, them a goal. We, right? we gave yeah. them that yeah. back pass goal. Yeah. And yet they're top. So it's that kind of a league, yeah. and I think you have to hold on to that as well and say, look, there isn't anything scary in this league. Uh, teams aren't going to take you to pieces or anything like that, you know, as long as you... And, and, if, and I, I keep thinking back to the Dagenham game. I think Dagenham are one of the best teams we've played so far. Yeah. They're yeah. not great, 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 but they're, they're decent, they're pacey, they're quick, they, they, they transfer a defence to attack very quickly. 
but United worked really hard at Dagenham, mm -hmm. and they got to Dagenham. Yeah, you know, Dagenham started giving them the ball back, just because United worked, 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 closed down, closed down, got yeah. tackles in where they could, and put Dagenham under as much pressure as they possibly could. And a team as good as Dagenham, and I use yeah. the word good advisedly, they're up there, aren't well, they? Well, in, Fourth in, or fifth, in context, they are Correct. one of the better they're teams, one of the best in, the league, teams in the league. Yeah. And just before half-time, you could see, you could sense that United were getting to them. Great chance. Josh McCoy sticks it over the bar from four yards out. Yeah. Who knows what might have happened if that had gone in. So that sort of thing can happen. Yeah. That sort of thing can and will happen. And uh, United have just got to take it on and keep improving and keep improving. And maybe a, a, you know, a win or a result, a, a draw at Aldershot or a win at Aldershot yeah. on Saturday can provide the... You know, as somebody said today, it might just like the touch paper. Yeah. Um, so let's let's have a look at that. And the first <coughs> thing to say is, if we do get a draw at Aldershot on Saturday, is the replay next next Tuesday, Tuesday night. So not we a don't week wait later. ten days. No, 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 none straight of this. In. No, straight in next Tuesday night, seven forty-five yeah. at Plainmore. Uh, should it end in a stalemate uh, at, at Dagenham, where of course United have already Aldershot. lost. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. Aldershot, where United of course have already lost three-two this season. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it's it, it's <coughs> a lovely pitch to play on up oh, there. They're they're a good side. Chelsea reserves this pitch. Yeah. yeah, you've seen how many games they play on that. Amazing. Pitch. They put a, a tweet out the other day with the fixtures coming up on that pitch, and obviously the the Chelsea reserves are playing. Aldershot are playing. There are international fixtures being played on there. Yeah. Youth teams, uh, women's teams. Yeah. There are games on uh, there about uh, three times a week. Uh, the army have some of their games on yeah. it as well. Uh, obviously, it's a big barracks town. Um, so no, no. football played on that pitch, the, the, and, but it still looks like a yes, carpet. It does. Um, yeah. but however, I, I, I take no uh, umbrage from anybody. Uh, playing more is as good a pitch as any in the league. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. So let's look at the game then. First of all, an FA Cup match is it a welcome distraction or is it just a distraction? Do you think at a time like this? No, I think it's a welcome distraction. Yeah, I, I think it's a welcome distraction. Look. Uh, uh, Gary Hour said today, and I cannot blame him, that, that, that he said, if you're offering me a choice between winning at Aldershot and three points against mm. Halifax and yeah. Ebbsfleet in the, in the weeks after, of course he'll take the six points from the two league games. Um, but I do think Aldershot can help yeah. in that. Um, United, you know, there's no points at stake on Saturday. United can go out and get stuck in big time and see what happens. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Aldershot are a team that gives you a chance yeah. because they play football, yeah. because the fullbacks push on, they're very attack minded. There's always um, a bit of room in behind there's them. There's always a bit yeah. of room yeah. if you can be disciplined enough yeah. and keep them out and keep them at bay, and they will give you a chance sooner or later. It was the same in the game up there. United, strictly speaking, could have been out of the game by half-time easily mm. at Aldershot. It was yeah. one all, and they actually committed soccer suicide in the way they defended just after half-time, and they ended up losing the game. Although, of course, they did have an equaliser yeah. disallowed up there, quite controversially, but still, that's, you know, as Jimmy Searle used to say, that's just the gossip. <laughs> um, uh, and, and um, yeah, so uh, you, you don't go to Aldershot thinking, well, you know, we are, we are on a hammering here big time, because... You will have a chance up yeah, there. Yeah. Now, Torquay's form in the FA Cup is wretched, oh. isn't it? Let's be honest. Torquay's and yet it form. used to be, yeah. uh, uh, not long ago, uh, uh, and you know, with us old codgers, that normally means 40 years. But no, in, quite recent, in quite recent yeah. memory, FA Cup, 
come on, second or third round, no problem at all. And but four years under Paul Buckle, yeah. terrific stuff. Good wasn't runs, it? yeah. Did did um, well twice to the fourth round mm-hmm. under Paul Buckle, um, uh, and we then uh, first year under Martin Ling, good win at Chesterfield. Pushed Sheffield United very close in yeah. the second round. Lost three to up there and played really well. But well, you see that Chesterfield game is the last game we won. Yeah, in the which FA Cup, what, which November, is the twelfth of November two thousand and eleven. And eleven, yes, eleven, twelve, yes, it was the last goodness. game we won. So that's six years ago. Um, yeah, I, I, I sort of crunched it this morning, and it was, it was depressing. I very nearly didn't finish this, yeah. but in in two thousand and twelve, we went out in the first round at home to Harrogate under Martin Ling. 2013, we went out at home in the first round to Rochdale. Yeah. Uh, 2014, uh, by this time we're in the qualifying round. Uh, yes, that was Chris Hargreaves was in charge That's by it. then. We lost 2 0 at Aldershot. At Aldershot, yeah. 2015, we lost 3 0 oh, at Basingstoke, don't. which a lot of fans will say was the worst day of their lives. Still remains yeah. as one of the uh, as one of the all time low points in United's history. And last season we drew with Woking at, at home at Playmore, yeah, and then lost the replay up there. Yeah, we did. So there was a, it was a bit of a sign of life last yeah. season, but FA Cup no. is dreadful. Awful. It's two thousand and thirteen. It's it's four years since we were even in the first round. Yeah, and um, so it's got to change yeah. sooner or later. Uh, and you and I can look back and remember many happy, well, and well, not not just happy, but memorable, eventful. Yeah. Pulse rating days in well, the there, FA Cup. There have been so many, but I, I'm going to jump in with the first one because we said this morning when we came into work, we said when we do the podcast this afternoon, let's chat about some of our favourite FA Cup matches. Yep. And 9th of January 1988 is Highfield Road at yeah, Coventry, Coventry, which was one of those strange old city centre grounds. Wasn't yes. it? If I remember rightly, we, we queued up on the pavement outside. In the open And end. as you go yeah. into the turnstile, you go you went down, down. didn't yeah, you? Yeah, Rather, yeah, you yeah, don't, well, didn't go up into the stadium. I, I, I know down. where you are because I've been there before. I was obviously in the press box yeah. that afternoon. Uh, United fans singing, have you ever seen a beach? Yes. 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 There's, one in, there's one in front of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the pitch was awful. I actually went on YouTube this morning and um, recommend it to anybody who's got a little bit of time to spare. There are highlights of the game on YouTube, yeah. and that pitch oh. is incredible. Uh, it, it is it, like it, playing on the beach. It is so far different to the pitches that United are playing on yeah. now. It's just unbelievable, wasn't it? I mean, I can remember getting there and thinking, A, what's this going to be like? But B, yeah. Coventry, at the level they were playing at, yes. they'd won the cup the previous year, 87. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have to play on this every week? And they did. <laughs> they did. They did. So you would do hell of a game. It was a great game. We we'd beaten Bognor Regis Town three 0 away in the first yeah. round. Bristol City one 0 away in the second Diving round. Diving header by Caldwell from Mark Loram's cross. There's a great photograph of that oh. too, which one of our guys got. Yeah. And then it came to Highfield Road. Now just looking at the highlights, it's thirty years ago, by the way. Oh, that. don't. Yeah. Thirty. That's the cup. Thirty years ago. Some great saves by Kenny Allen yeah. early in the game. But Dave Caldwell. All the best saves kick. at the other end. Steve Grizovich. Yeah. The bicycle kick oh, by Dave Caldwell. He absolutely ripped yeah. their two centre-backs. Kevin, Kevin, not Stone, Kevin... Smith, was it Smith? Smith, Kevin, yeah, Kevin Smith, Smith and, and, Brian uh, and Brian Kilcline. They never saw which way he went that afternoon. Didn't he, he leave Kilcline on his backside at oh, one point? I'd, I'd, well, <laughs> well, more than one, possibly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Be rude not to, yeah, it? Yeah. 
and uh, it was goalless at half time yeah and Chalky conceded well a penalty yes um, in the second half handball mm, question mark it was it looked like oh it no was sorry a, that, was no 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 absolutely yeah. no uh, John Impey on, on Cyril Regis yeah. and, and to this day John Impey cannot work out why he tackled him no, because Regis was sort of going out of the box yeah. and couldn't, wasn't going to do anything. And John Impey, in his determination to try and win the ball and sort the situation, went in, got it wrong, and it was a penalty. Yeah, yeah. and Kilkline scored that one, sent Kenny Allen the wrong way. Yeah, and the second goal was as clear a handball oh, as you'll see by Regis. Regis. Yeah, and I think he he had the good grace to admit it yeah, afterwards. Didn't it, he? it was one of those yeah sort of smirky grins oh. on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and. Um, but I always remember that uh, uh, John, um, the, their manager, John Sillett, yeah. sat down at the press. United had absolutely battered Coventry that afternoon, lost 2 0. Yeah. Jo- John Sillett, Londoner, always could see the plus side of any situation, came into the press conference were, <laughs> and walked in and said words to the effect, Well, I thought that was fairly comfortable. And everybody burst out <laughs> laughing. Everybody, even the Coventry press, burst out laughing and said, You must be joking. Yeah. yeah but. Uh, yeah, there we go. That was a. So I think if you can lose an FA Cup tie and come away feeling, sort of as yeah. if you'd had a, you know, a, 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 any plus points, that was one of them. That was a good afternoon yeah. out there. So that that's my nomination. Right, you've I, got a couple. Well, you? I have got a couple uh, uh, little sort of things that pop back uh, um, after United won promotion in ninety one ninety two. Yeah. Uh, um, the the final at Wembley when they beat Blackpool, uh, United pulled Birmingham at home. In the first round, the following year. Yeah, because of course Birmingham were, were right down there at the yes, time, weren't they? They yes, were. Yeah, uh, uh, they still had a good side, and yeah. and um, uh, uh, Mike Bateson, the chairman, the chairman owner at the time, uh, in his wisdom, handed the pop side over to the Birmingham City fans. So it wasn't the, a so, popular decision. So the tie was yeah. was conducted in a fairly fevered atmosphere. Yeah. Um, Mark Loram scored one of the best goals you've ever seen in your life, and uh, celebrated as if it was something he did every five minutes in the training ground, which of course he did. Uh, Paul Hall, Birmingham lad through and through, yeah. got two, and United won three nil. Uh, that was a great, great performance. Yeah. United were absolutely terrific that afternoon, um, and uh, unfortunately they couldn't keep it going because they lost at Farnborough four three in a replay in the next round. I, where, I remember that was on the TV. It was. Yes. And they were three yeah. down in no time yeah. at all. Yeah, uh, and lost that one. Um, uh, many fans will have happy memories, I think, of, of beating West Ham um, uh, in 1989, uh, 1989 yeah. under Dave Smith, when Paul Hirons, yeah, uh, uh, his his moment in the sun. <laughs> And then, uh, then we interviewed him afterwards, and I, I can't remember if it was you or me. He said to him, oh, "What's your ambition now? Where do you want to go now after this great moment?" And he said, "I want to play for Bristol City." <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Paul. Thanks, well Paul. Done. Yeah, great, yeah, very no, quotable. That was that one. And of course, after that win, that took them into the fourth round that day. Yeah. And United, they had Caldwell back at the club in his second spell, and they lost at Blackpool one 0 in the fourth round with a tie at home to Queens Park Rangers. I think coming up if they yeah. got through. Uh, never turned up, lost 1 0. Huge disappointment. Remember, it was a long way to go. It, it, was, it a, was a long old trip, that one. I, I, th- I think uh, many, many fans will remember uh, another defeat, funnily enough, uh, but have fond memories of 1982 83. United had an excellent ra- run to the fourth round. They'd beaten Colchester, Carl Shorten, Oxford in a replay, which was a great performance in the rain yeah. at Playmore. And they played Sheffield Wednesday at home in the fourth round. Yes. Um, uh, and they equalised at two all, um, eight eight and a half thousand at Plainmore, um, uh, with one of the most spectacular 
goals you will ever see a 30 yard volley from Ray Bishop who had just come on as a yeah. substitute for United to player un underrated player to, to, to wasn't he? very yeah. quick he was yeah. yeah he hit this absolute screamer into the Yellow end um, uh, at two all yeah. and uh, Bruce Rioch at the time was going right thank you very much that's it we're all going off to Sheffield for a replay a bit more money uh, etc and uh, United didn't pick Gary Megson up in the what three or four minutes from time running round the back and yeah. he got the winner 3-2 yeah. Rioch was absolutely apoplectic I can remember right. after that game but mini stand was still there then I it think, was, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and 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 just finally a, a, a game which a lot of people when I tell them about it still find it hard to believe that it happened uh, uh, Mike Green was manager 1979-80 United going very well in the league that year um, and uh, United drew uh, two, uh, three all at home to Swindon yeah. um, in the uh, 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 they'd beaten Gravesend away which was quite a tough match in those days Gravesend had a good side um, uh, they, they, and they had Swindon in the second round yeah. they drew three all at Playmore in a great game a real terrific game of football here and then the fixtures got behind because of a bit of a freeze up Yeah, and the the, the next draw had already been made United was still waiting to play the replay right. at Swindon which had been postponed a couple of times and yeah. they had a they had a league match at Stockport on a Friday night because Stockport used to play Friday nights Friday night at they? Stockport yeah. and the Football League and the FA Cup made Torquay United play twice in less than 24 hours United and I was with the team yeah. then they played at Stockport on the Friday night they lost 2-0 on an ice bound pitch which would never have been past mm. fit for play uh, uh, both goalkeepers, are, no John Turner didn't wear tracksuit bottoms uh, the Stockport yeah. goalkeeper did um, they lost 2-0 uh, up there, was it 2-0 or 4-0 no, I think they may have lost 4-0 I think, I think they, they have suffered a, a bad defeat yeah. there stayed overnight got in the coach first thing in the following morning drove down to Swindon and uh, lost 3-2 they played tremendously well yeah. the next day Friday night Saturday afternoon you can't you uh, would would anybody ask a team to do that it just days? wouldn't happen no, these days, no. And, and the replay yeah. was on the Saturday afternoon yeah. that's how back how, how bad the fixture because it was, was. Like, even down here it was an icy winter back then wasn't it, it was it, it was year. and uh, uh, yeah two games in less than 24 hours what year um, did you say that was? 79, 80. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, and the shame was that United played really well in the replay at Swindon yeah. uh, on the Saturday afternoon. That shows you because there was no league games. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, I, one of the sad things about that is that not many of them are actually victories, but um, uh, they've been... Uh, there were a lot of still, good games there. Still memorable days. I, I, I did not see the 1965-66, the 1965 FA Cup. No. Uh, sorry, sixty. Sorry, sixty-five. January sixty-five. Yeah. The three all against Spurs. I, I, I didn't see that game. Many, many people around here mm. uh, were there, and even more of them, I think, have said they were. And, and <laughs> you wonder whether four million. Yeah, four million. But I didn't see that game. No. Well, it would be nice to think that Torquay can maybe start to write uh, some more of those kind of stories, wouldn't yeah, they? Well, it, it's just a win on Saturday, and you never know what's going to happen. Then do you get no. get back into the first round proper? Quite. Play some league clubs, and 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 it just it just uh, uh, cup runs. Look, cup runs are what, what are what they are. I mean, look yeah. at what Lincoln did last season. Yeah, uh, uh, Gary Owls was pointing that out. You know, I mean, it just it, 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 there are times when you think 
are cup runs actually when they when they do go on and on and on are they actually hurting a promotion bid or whatever it is well we're not in that territory now no. um, uh, but they can just provide such a in the wins under Paul Buckwell I know we had a good side yeah. and we were usually up there but the cup runs were just they were you know cliche cliche they were the icing on the cake well, they, weren't they to, 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 to the business of just yeah. bringing in those league points and I think it might be an age thing, but I think there are football supporters of a certain age for whom the FA Cup really matters. Oh, still, you know, if you're a if you're a fan of a Premier League club, fair play to you, but you may not feel the FA Cup quite the same way we do. No, um, but it's still a massive competition, isn't it, for fans of, of teams in the bottom half yes. of the uh, the leagues? Let's say, yeah, and I, and I think. Last year, I think you know the entire country was rooting for Lincoln City, wasn't, yeah, it, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, without a shadow of a doubt, Lincoln went to Arsenal. Well, they beat Burnley. Yeah, uh, Matt, they, Matt Reed became a national treasure, didn't he? <laughs> overnight, almost. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is a team that they're, they're, they're a conference team. Yeah, you know, they knocked out Ipswich, Brighton, Burnley, uh, plus all the ones they'd sorted out before they yeah. ever got to that lot, um, and then lost eventually to Arsenal. And for a while. Put Arsenal under a bit of pressure at well, they Highbury. Did. They in, embarrassed in, them, in, didn't they? In, yeah. in that game, uh, you know, and and uh, un- memories that you can't possibly take away. No. You, you couldn't have dreamt them up in the first place if you'd tried. And uh, I'll bet kids in Lincoln, when they eventually grow up, they'll struggle to remember who Lincoln beat in the last few matches to get back in the football league. Yeah. But they'll certainly Fair remember who they beat. Who they beat in that FA Cup run, and I'm speaking as somebody who was brought up in Norwich, in what I still think is the greatest FA Cup run yeah. of all time. Yeah, when a totally. third division Norwich yeah. City reached the semi-finals, and and you know the defeat replay. I've still never got over the replay defeat to Luton Town, but no. uh, but there you go. And and it is still that it becomes such a part of a club's DNA. Cup yes, runs it does, and what yes. they've done in the yeah. cup. It's you know what you do in the cup is part of a club's yeah. heritage and all the other long words that you want to yeah. uh, throw at it. But um, be nice. And, um, be nice to start writing one of those stories on Saturday, wouldn't, wouldn't it? it? To, wouldn't it? Um, you know, nothing to, to lose. No, you know, you're not staring at. Oh my goodness, what does another defeat mean mm. in the league? You haven't got to look at the league table on the Friday night or the no. Saturday night or the Sunday morning. Uh, you just have to think right. Replay yeah. on Tuesday night. We'd get a decent turnout and on Tuesday night, wouldn't we, for a replay? T- yeah, t- absolutely. Yeah. And oh, and by the way, who are we getting in the in in, yeah. in the draw on Monday? Much more fun, isn't it? The excitement started already, hasn't it? Thank you very much for your time. This has been the Herald Express Devon Live Yellow Army podcast with Guy and David. We'll be back next week when hopefully we we may even have two games to talk about if we get a draw up at all the shots on yes, Saturday. Yes, absolutely. And we'll certainly know if we do get a draw or a win who will yeah. have in the next who will have in the next round. There'll be a lot of Torquay fans heading up the A303 on Saturday. If you're going up, have a safe journey. And as always, come on you yellows. Ook bewust bezig zijn met je mobiel? Dat kan al voor 11 euro per maand met Mijn Sim Only. Nu met 100 minuten of sms'jes en 2500 MB 4G internet. Kijk op ben.nl.